Whether you are khalashing for khalas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bagati. It's all about the food. Good morning and beautiful spring warm day this Tuesday morning. Um, I'm very happy. I know not everybody is. I just don't like the cold. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying going to be able to celebrate. I know that having hot weather on Thursday is not ideal, but hot weather for Sukkot and for Simcha Starosh Minayat is perfect. So I'm very happy. But I have something special for today. I have a very, very special guest. And you all know her very well. Welcome back to Sharon Murray. Thank you. <laughs> so good to have you on the, here again today. So we're going to be talking nice. how to start the fast and we're going to talk a little bit about Sukkot and everything. But first I want to remind people that if anybody's got suggestions, questions, tips or information on cooking and food that you'd like to share with us, please send us a message, SMS 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send us a message on Telegram at 061895. 1019 or email us on air at chaifm.com and you can also reach out on Twitter at chaifm or on the Facebook page 101.9 chaifm. So we're coming up on Thursday to Rosh, well, to um, Yom Kippur. So that's starting on Wednesday, excuse me. <coughs> that's starting on Wednesday and we are going to be talking to Sharon about how she's starting her fast. Tell us, what's on the the menu? Okay, it's somehow it's always chicken soup with uh, either with pierogan or something like that. Um, Maybe a bit of pasta thrown in, you know, carbs, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) But but we normally, it's, it's been a tradition, I think, that my husband enjoys, and that is mince loaf and chicken. Now, mince loaf, I mean, people hear mince loaf, they go, no. <laughs> okay, so I decided, no, this year, if my children go, Ma, you're not making mince loaf again, I go, okay, I'm going to zush it up now. So it's actually a two-step mince loaf, and it becomes a mince roll, I would say. Okay. And what I'm going to do is almost make like a, a latke or a, a, you know, like a potato kugel recipe. So I would use about six to seven hundred grams of potatoes, peel them, mm-hmm. um, one large onion. We, we want to, we want to taste without adding too many spices. Right. right? So then I'll put in, add in an onion and I'll finally grate in some carrots, you know, because everybody's so fussy, you know, now nah, I don't need carrots. Okay. You don't need yeah. carrots. Don't put them in. <laughs> then I put in two eggs, about three quarters to a, to one cup of flour and a teaspoon of salt. And I'm going to grate the potatoes and the onion, squeeze out the excess water, add the carrots, the eggs, flour, a little bit of salt and pepper, and mix it all together. And then what I'm going to do with it is, this is still part one of this two-part yeah. mince roll. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Sounds mix it all so together. Okay, I'm going to put it on a baking sheet, but a big baking sheet. Now, one that sort of fits in your oven nicely, covered with baking paper, very important, because you don't want the, the potato to stick. Covered in, pota- in baking, 
covered the tray with baking paper, mm-hmm. sprayed with a little olive oil spray or your spray and cook. But it's very important to put a little bit of oil onto that baking sheet. Okay, onto that baking paper actually. So then mix it all together, put it on the, on the, on the tray, stick it in the oven on 180 for about 40 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, while that's cooking in the oven, take about, it depends on how many people you're having. I, I'm just going with two max four. So I'm taking 500 grams of mince, a red pepper, a green pepper, an onion, and I'm going to chop those all up. Fry them. Mm-hmm. Take it out of the frying pan and then to the same frying pan. I'm not going to wash the frying pan to the same frying pan. Add the mince, a cup of boiling water and one of those sachets of, of, of tomato paste. I think they're yes. about 20 grams of yes. that, that. Okay. Oh, and I'm going right and fry it all up. And when I take, take the potato, uh, bake out the oven. And I'm going to smear on the mincemeat and roll it up. So it's almost Ooh. like a potato uh, Swiss roll, okay, with the latkes on the outside. Oh. But when you remove the potato bake, you know, from the oven and you spread the meat over it, you gently roll the potato over, ensuring that the 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 yeah. you hold the paper. You don't like you do a Swiss roll, yes, that yes. kind of thing. Okay, and then what you can do is, if you want to make it tomorrow, just freeze it. Otherwise, make it sort of about I don't know in the morning, and then just warm it up in the afternoon when you're ready to start the fast. And it goes like this crispy golden sort of brown. Oh. Paint the top with a little bit of, of oil and yes. then sit back into the oven on 180 for about 30 minutes. I don't know if I would refrigerate it. I possibly may would rather freeze it. I'm always scared yeah. you know, to, that the potato goes a little bit soggy, grow in the fridge. Oh, oh the onions, yes, it's grow. Oh, no, yeah. But it's, it's cooked, so take a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's, that's what I'm going to do. And then, just the normal vegetables like the some uh, pumpkin butternut whatever yes. and that's when they always have fruit salad yes. that sounds <laughs> like just, an amazing meal some, <laughs> something just simple what i also like to do because you know sometimes i have uh, complaints about oh, not mince loaf again more <laughs> so i just do um i get flattened chicken schnitzel because mm-hmm. they're easy to cook and you can cook them at the last minute. So, you know, the butterfly yes, ones, yes, yes. you flatten them. And I just let them soak in uh, Italian salad dressing mm. during the day, take it out, and I just put a little bit of inner parmen uh, stuffing. Okay. Yes. The inner parmen stuffing. Yes. Mix that with a little bit of, of um, breadcrumbs, and then I fry that. So they've got chicken, they've got mince, they've got pierogan, and they should be happy. Pierogan wow. and soup, and that's that's the story. That's the start. Then they starve all day. <laughs> yes, that, that's the thing. Sure, that sounds like an amazing meal. I am definitely going to try your mince loaf, but not for starting the fast. Um, how are yes. you managing to cook? Cutting down from like these big family meals to just two or four people. I'm struggling. I it's don't know very, about you. It's, it's very, very hard because remember, 
I always used to have yeah. like 24 people at my Friday night. I mean, it was That's just it. huge. And now all of a sudden, it's just me and Ian and maybe my, you know, my son and daughter-in-law. And it's sort of, I don't know, it's a bit miz. <laughs> it's so strange. It is strange. But, you know, you go to bed a lot earlier. That's true. And, and you just, you do, you, but you, you know, you get, get through it. So for get me, on it's the cooking's quantities is the problem. I can't get yeah, my quantities right. Because I, I either make yeah. too little or too much because I'm just not used to having so few people. It, it, yeah. I don't know if you're it, finding that. Yeah. It, it, you know, and I, what I've been doing is I've been sort of, whatever I have left over, I keep. Like if I make, mm. uh, I don't know, what, a, a meat stew or something, then I'll just turn it into a pie. So at least I've got something, something. in the fridge yeah. or the freezer. <laughs> That's true. So, That's yeah. true. But you know what I wanted to actually talk about and just – not just to, um, I had, I met somebody today at uh, one of the supermarkets and she said to me, uh, Sharon, your Mos Bolaki Roy Boss Babka, which is on page 39 of my new book. Mm-hmm. She said that the dough is very moist. So I just want you to take the opportunity. I'll, I'm going to actually put the recipe up as well. Yes, please. But I just wanted to tell people that, um, it's not two cups of rooibos tea made from one tea bag. It's actually one cup. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the publishers made the mistake. Maybe I made the mistake. Who knows? Who knows? And then it's who knows? And then it says there one cup warm water. I would use one cup of warm rooibos tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then either a cup of milk or a cup of soya milk. But as you're mixing it, you'll, you'll, you'll feel, you'll know whether it needs more liquid or not. But and also to keep it nice and moist and fluffy and ha, stick it into a loaf pan. And that, that keeps its, its, uh, shape as well. So that also helps. So that most bollocky rooibos babka, um, mm-hmm. remember, cut, cut down on the liquid. Yes. So instead of two cups, it's just one cup of liquid. And thank you to the lovely lady who pointed that out to me today at the supermarket. Perfect. <laughs> so that's Bob Cut. And I hope that everybody, everybody's going to make it for breaking of the fast. Yes. So what are you starting with? What are you starting the fast with? Download the new Discam app from the Apple Store or Google Play and enjoy the convenience of ordering your scripts via the app and then collect in store. Check your benefits, locate your nearest store, stay up to date with the latest promotions and create personalized, shareable shopping lists. Download the Discam app now and enjoy the benefits. Discam Pharmacies, pharmacists who care. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. For those who've just tuned in, I'm talking to Sharon Lurie about what are we doing to start our fast. I'm doing the same old, same old. It's chicken soup with grilled chicken, gem squash, and rice, as always. So here, um, Oh, yes. I forgot the rice. <laughs> but we've got the potatoes. So you've got okay. the potatoes. So I do my, my, my chicken um, very old-fashioned way. I'm not sure where. I know I learned it from my mother. I'm not sure where she got it from, you know, to make my chicken soup. I use the entire chicken. Mm-hmm. So I use my normal chicken recipe, which is carrots, 
onion, celery, turnips, and sometimes if I can get black leaf parsley, salt and pepper, and then I put the whole chicken into the chicken, into the soup, and I boil it, you know, and then simmer it for about two hours. And I use that chicken, I take the chicken out after about 20 minutes because it's cooked, and I leave in the wings as my stock. Um, right. so I don't use the stock cubes um, if I've got that nice, beautiful chicken. And then I spice yeah. the chicken with a mixture of onion, salt, garlic, salt, and paprika. Not too much because obviously paprika, you don't want such, you don't want it too spicy. I grill it in the oven. So we have like a roast chicken to start with, but it takes me like a quarter of the time to cook it because it was cooked in the soup. So, so that's right. my, my chicken, you know, my chicken soup. So we do a very, very, very plain um, starting of the fast. Um, I like to try sometimes uh, as one of the vegetables is to do lentils because lentils are a very good uh, low GI food, keeps you full for a lot longer. And I must admit, oh. I find that I'm thirsty more than I'm hungry if I'm using, yes. if I start with the lentils. I do find that. So I try to do something with lentils, even if it's in the soup. Um, you know, instead of an actual dish. Um, but there's yeah. some beautiful lentil recipes um start with. And then dessert is like very, very boring. Jelly. Jelly. That's, yeah. that's dessert for those who want dessert. Um, or fresh and, you know, fresh fruit. So uh, yeah. my kids love fruit. They don't like it in fruit salad. So if I don't oh, okay. that's, interesting. Dead, that's good. But don't put yes. it in a fruit salad. They will not eat it all mixed together. I have no idea why. So, so that that's their thing. That's like their, um, you know, their start of of how they eat, do their um, their start of their fast. Oh. Uh, we're also like very few people to start the fast. Uh, there's going to be four of us uh, to yeah. start fast, which is quite a, a strange thing for me not to have everybody home and everybody at at you know starting and then breaking the fast. It, besides, okay, you have to have back uh, to break the fast. I'm sorry. How do you yes. break a fast with anything Absolutely. else? Absolutely. You know, my father-in-law used to break his fast, I'll never forget this, on milk and soda water. Yeah. Okay, so and I remember the milk and, co- uh, and coke, brown cow. <laughs> so it's, it's a similar kind of thing. I, yeah. I just like to drink orange juice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I normally break mine. And then, of course, the... Then we have the bulkers and the cheesecake and yes. the, you know what? I found that everybody is cutting down. So many people have said to me, have said, sure, you know what we're doing for breaking the fast? We are doing cheesecake and coffee. So you're more than welcome to come past for a slice of cheesecake and coffee. <laughs> so, you know, that's, and bulkers. And of course, yes. I always like to try and make you know, something savory because there's always yes. somebody who doesn't like sweet and this yeah. one's on diet and that one. That's so it. I do, you know, I do something like, you know, like um an onion tart with feta oh. cheese and yes. cream cheese and eggs yeah. mixed in, which is absolutely delicious. No, those tarts are delicious. Do you want that recipe? Always. Do you want that recipe? I want all your recipes. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. So what I, what I do is I take about two tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of oil. Why I use the oil is because the butter tends to burn yes. instead of cook it. So I just the the oil and the butter together, and I fry four large onions. And people always say you use a hell of a lot of onion, Shora. But you know what? You just they they, they shrivel up to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So as I cut them in half and I slice them like in moon-shaped rings and then I fry that together and I add a little bit of garlic. And but the most important thing is the pastry. Okay. So you because mm-hmm. you don't want you don't want what I call a soggy bottom. No. <laughs> so you got <laughs> a soggy bottom. Yes. So you got to roll I roll the pastry out. Just you can buy just off the shelf friends um or Rick, I don't know who else makes uh puff pastry. Yeah. Get the puff pastry, roll it out just a little. You don't want it too thin because then it's you yeah, know, you want right. a little bit of substance. And a flour surface. And then what I do is I line a shallow. It must be shallow so that it like cooks mm. all the way through. Um tart, sort of one of those glass fluted you know, yes. uh, about 25 okay. centimeters yeah. round, yeah. That's beautiful. And, um, and I blind bake the pastry. So what do I mean by blind bake it is that what you do is you line the, the tart tin or the tart mm-hmm. dish, glass dish, with the pastry. And then I put it in the fridge just for about 10 minutes so that it settles down and sort of, you know, takes the form of the, of the, the dish. And then I prick uh, holes with, uh, with fork holes in the pastry. And mm. then I take, um, I scrunch up a little bit of baking paper. And this was a tip that I learned years ago, but it must be baking paper. Don't use wax paper. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> that melts. So you scrunch up the baking paper and you line the pie dish with the, the scrunched up paper you sort of push it to the sides and so that it covers the pastry nicely and then you fill it with dry beans or in fact uh, somebody said to me the other day you can use rice if you want to and that prevents the pastry from rising and leaving the sides and then leave that in for about 20 minutes on 180 and then I remove the pastry from the oven and I pull it all together the paper together with the beans encased in mm. the in the bag, and put the beans on the side. You can use them for your I don't know whatever you want to cholent. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put the pastry back in the oven again, just for about ten minutes, so that it gets a lovely sort of warm brown pastry look. But be careful, don't overdo it because you don't want to burn it because you're still going to put that filling in. Yes. Okay. And here's the beautiful filling. So we fried the onions in butter and oil. We've added the garlic mm-hmm. and we fry mm-hmm. the onions until they're lovely and soft. And then you remove it from the heat. And in a little bowl, separate bowl, you whisk together, um, two eggs, two, two, I'd say two medium sized eggs and two medium egg yolks. I learned something in very interesting the other day that the smaller the egg, yeah. You know, I would buy extra large or whatever. The more protein there is compacted oh. into this small little egg. Anyway, that, that was quite interesting. Yeah. So, um, I used two medium eggs plus two egg yolks and I mixed mm-hmm. that with a, with uh, the 250 grams of cream cheese. It's actually quite nice to, Find, um, one, the kosher one with the chives or oh, yeah. if you, if you like <clears> the smoked <throat> salmon taste and you just mix it together and with a fork. And so you'll mix the eggs and the cream cheese and a tablespoon of mayonnaise. It just, I don't know, that mayonnaise just like takes it to another level. 
Yeah, just it's lovely. Mm. Anyway, and then um and then I bake it again. Mm-hmm. Um I sorry, I crumble <clears throat> I crumble the um feta on top and you mix the onions of course with the cream cheese and yeah. the the onion the sauce etc. And then you just you bake it for about thirty minutes until it's like you know, nice and brown and uh you serve it. And, but the secret, of course, is always to remember that it must be a shallow baking dish. Yeah. Okay. Shallow tart dish. Yeah. My mother's always done that for breaking of the fast. Breaking of the fast is my mother's yanto. Because she lives um, not close yes. enough to walk, we go to her for breaking yeah. of the fast. And she always does an onion tart, but hers is different to yours. Um, yes. she does an asparagus one. And yes. I'm thinking if there's another one. No, she just has a fish in a sauce. So it's always a multi She doesn't meal. do the, the mushroom and baby marrow one. Uh, no. <laughs> she does do mushrooms, own. but I think that's in with one yeah. of the others. I can't remember which one because I've got some people who won't eat mushrooms in my house. Apparently they slime. Ah. So you know why? they'll eat mushrooms. You no, know why they won't eat mushrooms? They won't eat mushrooms because it doesn't leave mushroom for anything else. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I just have to add that little one. My it father's favorite right. joke. Yeah, it, it sounds absolutely amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm like learning. I know this is going to sound odd. I'm learning to bake at the moment. So, yes. you know, um, I can if I really put my mind to it, but it's never been my field, but I've decided it's time to improve my, my skills. So like yes. I can do soups and I can do main courses. No problem. But my desserts are a little bit, like I said, boring, jelly. Um, Gee, okay. So I'm finally learning to make dessert, you know. So, so tell me, we've covered yes. breaking the fast. What? Oh, no, we haven't. I've made, oh, we I've haven't. made a chocolate oh, cake. Oh, no. made a chocolate cake. Oh, yum. I made a chocolate cake, which <laughs> how it started was it was a challenge. A yes. friend of mine said, no, sure. You've never tasted a chocolate cake like this. Obviously, for cushion reasons, I couldn't try it, but no. I like dissected it. <laughs> and what it is, is it's layers of hazelnut meringue, oh, chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, vanilla, white mousse, because now I can, we can eat milkshakes and yeah. keep breaking the fast. And, um, that condensed milk that um that's already been boiled. What's it called? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the treat. Yes. Like, what's it? The con- something treat. Nestle like something. Car- treat. Caramel. Something treat. Yeah. yeah. And you just do layers of this oh, hazelnut meringue death and by chocolate. chocolate. And death by chocolate. Oh, so the challenge was on for Yom Kippur. So I'm 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 trying. <laughs> oh wow. So, so for me, yeah. like just a plain chocolate cake is already quite a, an achievement. Yes. So, so those things I'm still learning. I'm going to have to, you know, like I always laugh. There's one thing I cannot do. I cannot make brownies yeah. at all. But I, why don't you just buy the box? It's no, so even the box comes out. It's either too dry or too wet. <laughs> I never get it right. So I leave that to my kids. So that, okay. that's the main but, thing. You know, the, with brownies, the more sugar you put in, the m- more sticky and moist oh, they yummy. are. And yeah, and, and the more yeah. oil you put in. Well, that's why I've decided so it's time it to, uh, So that's the thing. So 
what other surprises have you got for Yom Kippur? Uh, I've got done like a mushroom thing with crepes. You know, I'm be, I, I love Sandringham Spa's crepes. Okay. And it just makes, it makes life so easy. So you just stuff it with tuna and you make a beautiful mushroom, white mushroom sauce with some cheese and, and, uh, roll them up. They're lovely. A tip. If you buy them and you find that they're a little bit hard and they're starting to break while you're rolling them up, stick them in the microwave for a minute and then they'll get soft again and then you can roll them up easily. So it's, it's like a tuna blinzer. Yay. So, you know, just with a nice mushroom sauce. But, uh, you know, you've got to have a nice, nice sauce. I must so, do that. You know, and it's, it's, <clears throat> really, it's so easy. I mean, and, and by the way, this chocolate cake thing that I'm making with all the layers, the only thing that I've really made is the chocolate mousse. Mm. And the the chocolate box is a chocolate cake is a box cake. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so nothing wrong with you them. You can make the chocolate mousse. You can go to <laughs> any of your favorite bakeries or dailies and they've got buy beautiful some mousse. chocolate mousses. Yes. yes. So the only thing I did was meringues. And if you want to, you can just get meringue and crush it up and put it in between. You see, now that's the kind of cake I'm good at is buying the stuff, sticking yes. it together, making it look like you spent hours. Those yeah. are my kind of desserts. So definitely, um, you know, I've seen the, the crepes. I've just never bought them. Um, I don't know. I think I'm about the only person who, in my house who who would eat them. I can still remember going to friends for the very first time. Sure, I don't think we eat. They had kids. We didn't. So this is like yes. over 25 years ago. And she served for dessert, crepes dessert, for Shabbos dessert. Uh. And I've never forgotten the taste or, or, or the, the dessert. And I've never tried to replicate it. One day I will. One day I will. Or I'll get it to come it's here so and cook it. It's so easy enough. Me. But you don't get, don't get the sugared ones. Don't get the ones. No, no, with no. Sh- I mean, for your, for dessert, yes. Yes. But, but for savory, you just get the Absolutely. plain ones. Absolutely. Lovely. They come four in a pack. And I want to tell you, by the time you've made them all, four's Definitely. enough for eight people because they don't eat the whole blinzer. No. no. Absolutely. Or, it or sounds amazing. As some people call it. Yes. So that sounds amazing. It absolutely sounds delicious and everything sounds amazing sounds amazing (laughs) so before we go on to a quick chat about Sukkot which is coming up I just want to remind people I want to get on my soapbox once again about guests and Yontav sorry this is my thing I have an uh, just because we are all vaccinated or almost all vaccinated doesn't mean that you can wander around and have as many guests as you want and now that we're on level two the president has said we can have more people around in the space, but it still applies. If the space is one size, then that's how many people you've got. So to remind people who are having visitors, separate families at separate tables, the tables should be three meters apart to create a family bubble. It is preferable to use disposable dishes, cutlery and cups, as well as, if possible, a disposable tablecloth. It does make cleanup a lot easier afterwards. So it that certainly is does. <laughs> yeah. Please, if you are not eating or you get up from the table, you do need to put your mask back on. Um, so masks are only off when you are eating or drinking. And then only one person should be serving up the food. It does seem to be a little bit more work. But what I did for, I had guests over this for Rosh Hashanah. And what we did was I put enough food onto a disposable platter for that table 
and I took it to the table and I did that with the um, side dishes as well. They were all on plat, like disposable platters and the family could then dish up for themselves what they wanted and everything else was then tossed away. Dessert, I did two um, individual desserts for each person um, because I knew everybody was going to eat them because I did a, an, an Oreo chocolate ice cream type Ooh, thing. Nah. Yeah, it yeah. was fun and easy. Um, so I did know people were going to do that. And there were very few leftovers. I have cut back on my menus tremendously. So I'm sorry to the guests if they went home hungry. Um, <laughs> although I don't think so. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure <laughs> but, they didn't. Uh, you know, it's a typical Jewish hostess. If, if there's no leftovers, yeah. you worried you didn't make enough. Of Absolutely. Leftovers, you worried and- nobody liked it. Yeah, exactly. And you say, if you see somebody like, oh, couldn't possibly eat another thing. Look at my stomach. What's exactly. that one most wonderful feeling? Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to come back in a few moments and we're going to talk about a quick talk about uh, Sukkot and what we're serving for Sukkot. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. If you are a qualified social worker or so a psychologist, then take a listen to this. The Chai FM helpline is looking for volunteer counsellors to join our helpline team. If you are qualified in trauma, grief or crisis counselling, the Chai FM helpline would love to welcome you on board. Please email info at chaifm.com with your contact details. So you're listening to the Essence Wrestling Show with Adrian Bugatti and, of course, my special guest, Darren Lurie. So we're talking now, we've been talking about Yom Kippur and breaking the fast, and now we're going to talk quickly about what we are having for Sukkot, because Sukkot is one of my favorite chagim. I love Sukkot. Shah, what are you making? Yeah. I, I, I must admit, I also I love Sukkot, but you know what? In fact, we were discussing today, Ian and I were saying, are we going to keep our sukkah big, like because it normally is, you know? Yeah, you've got <laughs> my son's, my son's, son's family. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, my son's birthday is always, it's um Cholomayot Sukkot. So he always, always used to have, I mean, when he was growing up, okay, now he's a married man, he's got his own place, but we had to get this big sukkah and we had to increase the size because <laughs> every year it was getting bigger and there were bigger fabrigans and there were big, you know and yeah. now so now we said you know I was saying to you do, do we still have do we do that or should we leave that extra little piece off and just have a smaller sukkah and I don't know with COVID I'm 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 thinking maybe just to have one seat and then leave two and you know yeah. So I think with a big sukkah, you can have less people but keep the size of the sukkah because you know, that'll make the spacing easier. Of course, it is going to rain. Of course. You know that. It yes. always does. <laughs> it has to. What's and, the fault without rain? But you know what I love about Sukkot? One of my favorite things is, mm-hmm. um, I call it around the world in seven days. Okay. <laughs> and then what, and then what I do is like every night I have a different, Country, so I'll have shawarma and falafel and that kind of thing for one night. And then, uh, in fact, in the old days, people used to say, "Which night are you having Italian?" 
which night are you having? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, and that's, that's basically what I do. You know, I'll have a South African evening and I'll ha- make fricadels and I'll have, um, well, all sorts of South African things, which obviously I'll get from the new book, Taste. Yes, yes. Taste of. I'm doing a little promotion here. A taste of South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I actually want to do a show on your book. Ah, okay. That'll be wonderful. And 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 the other stuff that you're working on. That I know you're working on. Uh, I can't wait. So, yeah. (laughs) Definitely your books are amazing. And and the South African one, I love the recipes in there. It's just amazing. So, yes. Yeah, and just, and you know what? Just, I don't know, it's just, I sometimes serve it on, um, aluminium tin plates and tin cups and, you know, we have the soup out of the cups and then the drinks out of small, you know, I've got like this whole little Sukkot section, (laughs) I call it. And in there, I've got like all my, I have a different theme every, every year. And we were actually looking back at pictures and one year I did a chalet. What was it? What is his name when he yes. was released? Yes, yes. Um, so we dedicated the, we did Gilad Chalet. thank you. We did the, the whole sukkah, you know, like. Oh, wow. Pictures of him up and you know, every year I try and do a different theme. So don't ask me what I'm going to do this year. One, one year I did a, like a whole deli theme and, um, then I did a, oh, what did I do? I did a, a Shabin theme. <laughs> I did a job at a master hall. Ah, master, that's clever. I did a master hall. <laughs> but you know what you're talking about? Um, being yes. able to use paper plates and not feeling yes. so guilty, you know, because yes. every time I take out a paper plate, my That's brothers or somebody says to me, Oh my God, your father is turning in his grave now. We saw paper plates out. But it's my excuses. COVID, guys. Yeah, okay. absolutely. You know, look at my serviettes. I'm matching my paper cups, my paper cl- plates. That's it. And, and then <laughs> one, one year I got my grandchildren to do a, a brown paper. And they all had to draw pictures on the brown paper. And then I put that the length of the table, which was very, very long. Yeah. And it was just, it was just fun. You know, they had a lot of fun. And then, the, then plop, the, the, the paper went because the rain came down. <laughs> so now I've learned my lesson. Now I've got a piece of plastic that I put over all the tables, over the tablecloths. Yeah. So, yeah, Sukkot, huh? what are we going to make for Sukkot? What else? I don't know. You know what I'd like to do on Sukkot? I'd like to make pickle salads okay. because they, they, at least they stay for the seven days. Mm. So we make a cabbage, I make pickled vegetables, I make, you know, things that are going to last. You know, in, and in the old days, we, we had different people every night, but now, it, now you can't. It's lost its Tub. What do you yes, I, I agree. I agree. The excitement and the the fun of yeah. support and having all the different people every night and you know hosting. Yes. Yeah, I used to love doing that. And we'd also not not so much theme nights as much as you did, but definitely one day is has to be a bra. Um, yes. You, know, you can't yes, not buy if you're sitting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, just that's yeah, my thing. Probably. Um, you know, especially if you've got like a wood, like a wood burning bra instead of a gas. It's just so, I love that at the same time. And we've also, we did pizzas. 
where instead of plates, I had big pieces of brown paper. So I made yes. plates oh, that's on those nice. big pieces of brown paper, cut it up, and then everybody helped themselves. Also pre-COVID days, you know, and we don't have a huge sukkah, but I have managed at one stage to fit about 20 people switched together in my little sukkah. Um. Yeah, I, I had one night, I think I had half the show. <laughs> You'll say, and why wasn't I there? <laughs> anyway, and the power wind. Oh, oh my goodness. It was a nightmare. Anyway, but yeah. thank God it was full of my aid, So we just lit candles and, oh, and I've got a gas stove. So we just, we yes. carried on. What can we do? We That's just it. make do with what we, we've we got. We learned to adapt. So I, I'm, yeah, exactly. So absolutely. So definitely, like I said, Sukkot is for me my favorite time. I just love, first of all, the weather's great. So you're eating outside. And I think we tend to eat out, like we don't have a proper patio. So our patio is our sukkah when it's Sukkot. And that's about the only time we sit on the patio. I don't know why. You know, I think in summer it's just too hot without a covering. So, you know, we try and do that, um, try and do that to, to keep, you know, I, I just love the atmosphere and everybody seems more relaxed for some reason. Absolutely. So, so that, much that's much more relaxed. Sharon, thank you so yes. much for coming on the show. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's been it amazing talking to you again. We are going to do <laughs> this again. You. We are going to talk about your cookbooks and everything because Good. your cookbooks are such fun and I love the recipes in them and I like trying the new stuff. You know, uh, uh, my family often complain like, can't we just have normal mac and cheese for a change? I think I've said that a few times on the show, um, on previous shows, because yeah. when I'm experimenting, then they're all stuck with uh, new food and, you know, yes. so it's, it, it's been an interesting journey. But thank you so much for coming on. And I must just tell you something yeah? quickly. Tell me. That you say, your family say, can't we have something normal? My family don't tell me, it, well, if it's really good, they'll go, yeah, it's, it's nice, Ma. Okay. They'll never say, Oh, Ma, this is outstanding. You've got to make it again. Never ever get it again. <laughs> because that one, that That's... one passed and got full marks. So, yes. so they uh, just say, okay. Yeah, okay, we okay, had that here too. Not bad. Yeah, we had that too. The kids all say, like, why must we tell you how good it is? You're never going to make it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes. No, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure, pleasure. And have a safe and healthy and meaningful to We you will too. speak again soon about all Good. the books. I know we've done your other books in the past, but then the new one coming yeah. out, the new one you've just had and everything, but I want to talk yeah. about all of them and all the different inspirations and things uh, about cookbooks and how you get your ideas and stuff like that. So, thank you. So, for Thank you. <laughs> And it was wonderful being back on high again. Yes, it's been wonderful having you again. I always have such fun with you. And then we go over time and Kathy Crap shouts about us. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Don't shout at us. (laughs) So, yes, thank you so much, Sharon Lewis, for joining me today. And everybody, please fast well, have a healthy and safe fart. Keep your distance, keep your masks on. And keep everybody else safe while you keep yourself safe. This is Adrian Bugatti, and you were listening to the Essence Fresen Show.